I'm Chief Cheryl Victorian. This is Waco PD on the beat. Whether it's crime or just getting to know the Waco Police Department, we're here to talk about things that matter most to you. Hello, Waco, and welcome to Waco PD on the beat. I'm Officer AJ Smith, the Crime Stoppers Coordinator for McLennan County. And I'm Sierra Shipley, the Public Information Officer for the Waco Police Department. We've got a real special guest today. Sure do. We've got our chief on. That's right, Chief Cheryl Victorian. We got our chief on. Here we go. Let's see. Well, thank you so much, Chief, for joining us today. It's it's about time. I know you're busy, but we've had so many of these episodes already. Well, look, it is a pleasure to join you guys today. And I just want to first start off by saying you're doing a fantastic job. I love watching the episodes. I love being able to connect with the community through these podcasts. So keep up the great work. Oh, thank, thank you. you. Thank you. So, yeah, we've, we've been having a lot of fun, fun recording these. And, and we can tell. <laughs> <laughs> yes, right. we, we have some fun with them. And so we've got, uh, it's the end of the year. Oh my, oh, my goodness. Can you believe that? Oh, my goodness. It came so quickly. It, it always yeah. does, right? <laughs> New Year's happens, and it's a, it's January, and you're like, nah, this year's going to take forever. No, nope, never does. No, nope, no, nope, no. Nope. Seems like does. just yesterday that I got here. Right, It's been right. 10 months already. It's only 10 months. So we're, all, we're almost a year. We're almost a year. Has uh, has Waco lived up to the expectation? Oh, my God, goodness. Uh, <laughs> Waco has exceeded the expectations. Um, not that I came with very many, but people have welcomed me with open arms inside the organization, outside the organization, city, the city, city leadership. It's been phenomenal. Yeah. I mean, ever since you've been here, I know there's just been, everyone loves you. I gotta say. Every time, you know, oh, you work for the police department? I love Chief. She's so great. Oh, that's awesome. (laughs) So, I mean, you're making a real big impact here, and so we're we're all enjoying that a a whole lot. Um, I know she's put your unit to work, especially. I have. Job security. (laughs) That's right. And I do have a confession to make. Uh Uh-oh. I have a a public apology. Before (laughs) I ever met you, I didn't think I was going to like you. Because you were coming from Houston. Oh, no. It's, it's the Houston. But those Is of that you that it? also have a dislike of Houston, like I did, she's not a Houston person. I'm sorry, but you and your sisters must live on the outskirts and call yourself Houston people because you're just... Not oh my a Houston goodness, so that awesome. is too funny. <laughs> well, late. thank you very much. And what's <laughs> funny about that is that when my siblings come to to Waco, um, we always make a distinguishment between people when we're driving because in <laughs> Houston, certain things will happen if you cut people off, but in Waco, you get a smile. Hey, I'm sorry, my apologies. Right? <laughs> I'm sorry you go, cut yeah, me off. Yes. Yeah. Right? <laughs> so uh, yeah, there are some differences, but again, I guess the speed of the city and then things that are going on. In the, in the city of Houston and the city of Waco. Things are very different, um, but still enjoyable. I still love yes. Houston. Don't get me wrong, but I love Waco. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. and I mean, Waco definitely grows on you. Once you move yes. here, it it's, it's kind of hard to, to uh, you know, say anything else, that, that uh, anything bad about it. Right, really, it, it, it is. I get to Houston, I go and visit, and I go, Okay, I got to get back to Waco, right, you know? Right. So, uh, just, I mean, yeah. for one, there's just too many people everywhere else. <laughs> <laughs> Look, I start to get nervous now when I make it into the city limits on the freeway and see all the cars. And I'm like, oh, my goodness, how did I do this for so many years? But, right? but yeah, it's uh, it's it's a difference. But uh, yeah. both are still great cities. Oh, yes. well, good, good. And so now earlier, I know I said that, you know, she's put your unit to work because you're in the community outreach. And so... That's kind of what we've been doing since you've started is community outreach. 
community outreach. Why, of, why was that? Why did you want to do that so bad? Well, one of my priorities were to make sure that we increased the number of positive interactions that we had at our communities, right? Um, too many times when people see us, it's at their worst moments. Um, too many times, you know, we go into houses with young kids and that leaves an impression if we end up taking a loved one to jail or, you know, having to make a decision that impacts the family. So we want to let the citizens know that um, we are here uh, as a positive uh, role model or reinforcement um, that we care about prevention and intervention as much as we do about apprehension, that we want to build relationships with our communities and not tear them apart, um, that what we do, this is it's a job and there's a function and we have a responsibility, but at the same time, um, we have a heart for the people and a heart for our citizens. So we want to make sure we have the just as many positive um, interactions as we do those times when we have to make decisions that impact families negatively. Absolutely, absolutely. Why, why is that so important to have those positive interactions? Well, it's important because, um, especially for children, so the children know that they can trust us, and if they ever need assistance um, and, and there's a police officer around, that they're going to be able to get the help that they need. And then not only that, it helps us to build emotional capital in our community, right? Um, so we know that one incident can happen across the country uh, in law enforcement, and then it will be applied to everywhere. everybody that wears this uniform. So I think that by getting out in our community, having those interactions, and showing the community a different side of policing, humanizing the badge and yes. who we really are, that this is just a uniform and a profession, and showing them that side of us, uh, when those types of things happen, they'll go, nope, those are not our Waco officers, you know. Mm -hmm. uh, and then if something happened to happen in Waco, you know, we get an opportunity from the community because they know that the majority of us are out there uh, with hearts of public servants and trying to do the right thing. Yeah, and I, and I know you work with kids quite often in, in yes. your unit. And so you get to start young and, and help with those kids kind of mold that idea of, of who we are at the department. Yeah, go there, talk to them, and, you know, they immediately recognize us from our uniform. And the overwhelming majority of the kids that we talk to, like, they were like, yeah, we can go talk to the police. They love the police. And I think what we're doing is only going to grow that as they grow. I believe so too. Um, I mean, um, and I'll just I just have to admit that when I got here um, and I presented these ideas, I didn't know how they were going to be accepted or received. Right. Um, but the, our community outreach unit, uh, and and, and, this, and people when we talk about the police department, a lot of people always think that we're talking about just sworn officers. But we have a fantastic support staff as well mm -hmm. that uh, had a lot of involvement in some of the. Uh, community outreach opportunities that we've had that we've had and um so when I got here I was like okay I don't know if I'm going too big well I presented what I thought was just a small idea and uh, community outreach and that team it just took it to another level I mean uh, I, I can just tell you at the backpack event um when oh, I gosh. drove up and drove around the corner and I saw the lines and yes. you know all the activities for the kids I mean it was above and beyond what I'd imagined so you know I wanted to give away a few <laughs> backpacks and have fun and give some high fives to kids and let them know that we want them to have a great school year but um, our team went above and beyond they were so engaged we gave away so many backpacks had so much fun never thought I'd be in a Duncan booth uh, <laughs> and got dunked so many times but it was so much fun and just to see the, the smiles on the kids kids' faces and the parents and uh, being able to help people, you know, who may have been struggling due to COVID, may have lost their job, um, but to be able to make sure
make sure that they started the school year off great. That was fantastic. Right. And then followed up a few months later by Trunk or Treat. Oh, gosh. I, oh, my I, goodness. I, the community loves us. That's for sure. It was fantastic. I think I had more more uh, fun than the kids did, right? <laughs> um, and then our community partners that came together and mm. decorated and brought their own candy um, and stood out there the whole time. And then our community members that showed up with lines around the old Hillcrest Hospital yeah. waiting to get in, um, you know, for their kids to come through the line. They were very patient, uh, understanding that this was our first annual event um, but at the same time just just had a great time and just we were able to have those interactions that mm -hmm. we were seeking so yeah. it was a lot of fun. Crime Stoppers is an organization which bridges the gap between law enforcement and the community so together we can solve crimes in our neighborhoods. Crime Stoppers encourages the community to assist in the fight against crime by overcoming the two key elements which inhibit community involvement fear and apathy. Crime Stoppers allow citizens to anonymously submit tips. Tips can get you up to a $2,000 reward if it leads to an arrest or solves a crime. Tips can be submitted by calling 254-753-HELP, which is 4357, visiting wacocrimestoppers.org or downloading the P3 app. Remember, tip submission is always anonymous and can lead to a reward of up to $2,000. We, those events have been awesome. Yeah. And when I started in, uh, I started right on time because that back to school bash was only a, a few weeks after. Right. So uh, I, I jumped in and it was, I mean, it just was such a great experience to, uh, you know, start in that way and see how the community reacted to us. I think in both the back to school bash and trunk or treat, the only complaint was that the line was long. The line was long. And we'll, we'll work out kinks as much as we can, but we'll, when the community shows up, what can you do about that except yes. wait in that line, you know? And that's exactly what they did, and I thought it was so important that we um, had the event at the tower mm -hmm. because what happened when, when you have family, what do you do? You invite them to your home, right? Yes. Well, the police tower, that's our home, and it's also part of the community. And so I wanted to have them to come over and not be fearful driving by the building. I want them to feel comfortable at their police tower, you know, and, and have good memories about being in that space. Yes, so yes. it was, it was well, and like you said earlier too, it's those officers in uniform, but or even out of uniform too, and and interacting with kids in just a different way. So it just it just is so awesome to just watch those kids' faces light yes, up. That's the best part. That's it. That, that is the best part. Mm -hmm. I, I just love that. What would you say <laughs> since you've been here? has been, you know, a surprise to you? Is anything that comes to mind about uh, the community uh, or, or, how, or in the department maybe that, um, that you maybe didn't realize at first? Um, I can't really say because, I, like I said, I really didn't come with an expectation. Um, I stepped out on a wing and a prayer uh, <laughs> and then came to this city without any family or without, without any friends. Um, and I have gained so much family and so many friends since I've been here. Um, so I think one of the things really that I was not expecting was to be uh, received the way that I was by the entire city and our entire police family, right? Um, my, my family was concerned. They were like, you're going down there. You don't know anybody. Right, you know, who right. are you going to lean on, depend on? And it, after a couple of visits, once I had, you know, been in, in on the department for a little bit and, um, and they meet the people that I've met, they go, you're going to be okay. You know, that you yeah. have family. These mm -hmm. are your friends. They're going to take care of you. And, um, and I think that that was really... Um, 
comforting for them to know, and it's comforting for me to know as well, you know, being three hours for my family that I could still pick up the phone and have somebody locally that I can call, right. whether it's, you know, uh, the pastors when they prayed for me back in April, um, and I've met so many people through that event and, and members of congregations that have reached out and gone, we know you're here by yourself. If you need anything, we got you, you know, and, and that's just been awesome. So um, I think that it was not really surprising because I didn't know what I was expecting, but it's very comforting. Yeah, right? yeah. yeah. I, I would say that's one thing that it, with anyone that starts within the police department, it is a big family. Yeah, it's a, it's big, a family. Mm -hmm. yeah. Big family feel. So talk a little bit about, I mean, I'm sure people want to know just, I know some people know your background. So let's talk a little bit how long you've been in, in police, uh, police work, but also why, why do you continue to do it? Let's talk a little bit about that. Yeah. Uh, that's a great question. So um, I'm coming up on 29 years in the police profession, and um, I spent the first 28 years of my career with the Houston Police Department, and it was um, preparing me for such a time as this to be here now. And, you know, I didn't see it as that way initially because I never thought I'd leave Houston, never thought I'd leave the Houston Police Department, uh, and when I retired from Houston, I'd be done, right? Yeah. Um, and so I grew grew up as a young officer throughout the Houston Police Department. And, you know, I worked patrol. I worked the gang task force. force. I worked in major offenders. I got to work undercover for 11 years, which was fantastic. That had to be like the highlight of my career, right? Yeah. Um, and then I went to homicide, promoted out of homicide to sergeant. And after promoting a sergeant, I went to back to the streets and um, worked in a unit called investigative first responders, which was very rewarding because as an experienced investigative supervisor, I I was able to train patrol officers to be prepared for investigations one day. Um, so we would take those calls on patrol and work them from start to finish as opposed to just going to take the initial report and then send it to investigation. So we were kind of preparing officers and that was a great experience. Uh, then I went to child sexual abuse. Um, and. That unit, our juvenile sex crimes unit, was one of the units that I think didn't get a lot of credit. And I learned a lot from that unit because those investigators, um, they can investigate a case, especially child sexual abuse with all the detail that's involved. Um, I mean, it's, it's like investigating a homicide investigation, mm -hmm. right? Um, so there are some critical things that have to be done. And so anyway, uh, learned a lot about that unit, loved those units, loved those investigators. Um, and um, what they all developed into uh, and left that unit and got a call to go to internal affairs, you know, big IAD, <laughs> right? Uh, wasn't a call that I was expecting. Uh, it wasn't a volunteer assignment. It was your volunteer <laughs> to go to IAD at that time in my career. Um, and I was a little hesitant at first. And then I had a wise sergeant to come to me and say, hey, um, I think you can go forward in this organization. And if you really want to promote to assistant chief, a chief one day, you're going to have to see the good, the bad, and the ugly, so you need to go to IED. So I had an opportunity to go to internal affairs. I worked there for three years. Um, very rewarding experience, but at the same time, it was an opportunity for me to see that we make bad decisions, uh, sometimes on duty, sometimes off duty, uh, sometimes both, and uh, we have to be held accountable. And we have to be held accountable because it's a reflection of 
law enforcement across this country. And if we're not holding ourselves accountable, how do we expect to go out into the community and hold others accountable? Um, promoted out of um, internal affairs to lieutenant, and at the lieutenant rank, I went back to child sexual abuse and then eventually went to the training academy uh, where I worked in service training. That was a great time. And then promoted to commander and went back out to the streets uh, as a patrol captain at South Central Division, which was a lot of fun. And I think that somewhere doing that transition from sergeant and commander, uh, because to be honest with you, when people ask me, why do you want to be a police officer? I wanted to be a police officer to put the bad guy in jail. Right. You know, most people's mm -hmm. answers are, oh, I just want to help people. Well, I think I was helping people by putting the bad guy in jail, Absolutely. right? Absolutely, yeah. Uh, <laughs> so it wasn't until um, that transition from sergeant, lieutenant, commander, that I realized that uh, prevention and intervention was just as important as apprehension. So when I got to, to be a commander at South Central, that's when we started the big community events and that's when I realized how important it was for us to connect with the community and to build that emotional capital with our community uh, and after being there man 11 months I got the call and was asked to promote to assistant chief and uh, I was an assistant chief for three years and I had uh, five patrol divisions as well as our vehicle crimes division I uh, had some great commanders that worked for me work with me um, and uh, got a call about this position and did some research, and now here I am, went through the process, and here I am. So Goodness, um, what a resume. Right. <laughs> Every time I hear you tell that story, it's just as impressive, if not more impressive, because I remember more of it. You yeah, know? It's, it's, I mean, it's been a ride, and I do what I do because I love public, uh, public service, um, and at this point, I love developing others and preparing others to be able to take my place mm -hmm. and to continue on the good work that we've started and do even greater things. So uh, that's really important to me. Um, so yeah, I'm here until I cannot do it anymore. <laughs> well, we're not going to let you go. We're not going to let you go easy. <laughs> I don't plan on going there. I think I am good. Yeah. yeah. Well, let's talk about anything in the works for... The future. Is there anything that that we can talk about yet? Yeah, I know. I know. We know. We've got our neighborhood engagement team that that we're starting up very very soon. I know we have. We've got the team kind of together now, and and those officers have been you know assigned to that unit. Uh, how excited are you for for that? You know, I was so excited to hear that that had already been in the works before I even got here, right? Mm -hmm. That we had allotted five positions for this neighborhood engagement team, um, which was one of my top three priorities, you know, again. Increasing the number of positive interactions, making sure we're out in the community and we're being a resource to the community. And so um, now that we have that unit identified and they're moving forward, they already have their big assignment. Mm -hmm. uh, I know they're going to be working with community outreach since community <laughs> outreach has the, you know, organizing big events together. Um, but we're going to do a crime prevention summit uh, sometime after the beginning of the year. Uh, you know, we talk about those positive engagements and doing the fun stuff. But now we're going to do a little fun but serious stuff. And right. we're going to talk to the community about how they can reduce victimization and how they can be a force multiplier for us and things to look for, mm -hmm. um, making sure that our apartment complexes, our business owners, our bar owners know what they can be doing to best protect themselves and to pr protect their clients and their customers. Um, we're going to talk about SEPTED stuff, crime prevention through environmental design, and making sure that our community is equipped with information uh, to help us be able to help them. Um, um, 
to reduce victimization, to just um, talk about, uh, you know, burglar motor vehicles and not leaving uh, uh, valuables in the car. We're going to talk about everything. Mm -hmm. We're going to invite mm -hmm. vendors to come over. We're inviting the community to come out um, and just learn how to best protect our cities and best protect yourself and your family. Do you want to help solve crime in your neighborhood? Well, the Neighborhood Camera Initiative is something you might want to sign up for. Ring doorbells, nest cameras, and all the other camera security systems installed on homes and businesses that are facing public areas are tools that could help our officers solve very important crimes. By signing up your camera or cameras in the Neighborhood Camera Initiative, it allows our officers' knowledge to where these cameras are, and if a crime had happened, it could have possibly saw the incident in question. You can sign up your camera on the City of Waco website at wacopolice.com. That's awesome. And I think, too, now you said the neighborhood engagement team, of course, was already in the works. But uh, since you have started, a lot of things have uh, been implemented within the department with that neighborhood engagement team. We also have our social worker that works hand in hand with Prosper Waco. Right. Um, and we spoke with her on a previous episode. Um, there was something else in my head that just left, <laughs> that there was something else that we were that we did, we had done. And I can't remember it. And I hate that I can't remember it anymore. It's OK. There was it, one it, more it, point. There was one more point we, I wanted to make yeah. um, that 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 it started but i mean just it's just been amazing that we have that we have started all these things and and worked uh with the community in these ways yes uh, i think a really important thing too with with um a lot of these positions is is when when we help these people it's kind of a continued help with with the community and so what are you hoping for in the future what 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 is what are your some of your next now we've kind of we've done the back to school bash which we're yes. still going to be doing right yes. you haven't yes. gived up yet we're still going to yes. be doing <laughs> we're still going to be doing trunk or treat yes, we we're going to be doing all those events but yes. what else do we want to do so um, this year at Christmas, um, we're going to continue to do what we have been doing with the Blue Santa program, kind of expanded just a little bit. Next year, we'll come up with something just as great. I figured that we give our community outreach team a little break because they did some great <laughs> things. But at let, the let same time, <laughs> let them breathe. But at the same time, we're still going to be engaged in blessing the community through Blue Santa. Um, and then we have the Crime Prevention Summit coming up. In March, we're going to do a women's empowerment conference. Um, mm -hmm. We talk about um, increasing the number of female police officers that we have, but we want to make sure that we maintain those that we do have. Because females only make up about 13% of law enforcement, and our agency is right at about 15 or 16% now um, of women. And so we want to encourage our, our ladies and make sure that they are equipped um, and have what they need mentally, physically, emotionally to continue to do the great work that we're doing as women in a male-dominated profession. Uh, not only that, what I'm excited about, the team is already together. And again, Waco PD, civilian and uh, sworn staff never cease to amaze me. They have gone above and beyond what I have already asked them to do. Um, but one of the things that I told them I wanted to do was to be able to offer scholarships to some of our high school students, right? And so we're going to put together an essay competition, and we're going to send out the uh, requirements to the high schools with criminal justice program wow. programs. And if there's a young lady that's interested in criminal justice, whether it's been a dispatch, whether it's been um, you know a police officer or whatever form of criminal justice um, you know that they're interested in, 
If they're a profit at scholarship, we'll have a board together. We'll identify 10 students and invite them to come to this Women's Empowerment Conference. So they'll have an opportunity to sit around the table with some ladies who's already in the profession, and hopefully it will motivate them to continue to stay on the right path to becoming police officers. So I'm, I'm really excited about that. Mm-hmm. Um, and, you know, there are some other things in the work. Yeah. Uh, we have time. I, I, I just got here. I, I'm really just now feeling like I'm, I'm starting to settle down. Um, right, right. Um, finished unpacking yet. Yes. Yeah, have you finished? <laughs> That's the big uh, question. Not exactly. <laughs> yeah. But, you know, we still got a little transitioning to do with that. But right. um, but for the most part at work, I am. I'm done unpacking. And, and um, you know, I just enjoyed these first several months getting out in the community and meeting our community leaders and our different, you know, going to our different schools and just interacting with our youth. And that is just been fantastic. I don't expect that to stop. I do expect it to slow down a little bit, but uh, <laughs> I don't expect it to stop. But you know, there's some work that we have to do internally that I'm excited about doing um, and developing our, our leaders that we already have in the department um, and making sure that they're equipped to do the job that we're sending them out to do. The Waco Police Department is currently looking for those to join our dispatch team as 911 call takers. Being a dispatch operator means being the first to answer the call for help. As a dispatcher, your job is to answer emergency and non-emergency calls for police, fire, and emergency medical assistance. When you work as a dispatcher for Waco PD, you're helping not only your Waco community, but the entire county. To apply, you can visit the City of Waco website. We can't wait for you to be a part of the Waco PD team. And, and to lead our, lead our team, so it's going to be great. <laughs> I I, re- I remembered the, the thing okay. that, that I that I forgot. Okay, and it was uh, the the twelve new officers. The twelve new oh, officers. Yeah. Like, how can we forget one. about that? No, right? That's why I was like, gosh, it was so good. How could we forget that, Sierra? Oh no, that's great though. Um, yeah, so we applied for a grant. Um, this gentleman <clears throat> actually. Um, from Highland Baptist Church, after the pastors did um, the prayer meeting with me, um, just came up to me and we exchanged information and he forwarded me an email about the Department of Justice grant, a uh, uh, community policing grant and hiring grant. And um, I was like, okay, we're going to look into it. And it happened very quickly. I had to get it over to our planning division. You know, they started working on the grant. We had to get approval from city council to even Mm. participate um, because that meant adding money to our budget. Um, We got the support that we needed. And that's that's another amazing thing about the city. Um, Our our support of our our local officials has just been phenomenal. Um, And... Um, so we applied for the grant. Uh, we applied for, t- we asked for 12 officers. We got the 12 officers that we requested. Um, we would have so, been happy with any number, yeah, right? But would have been the, happy with two, but 12, <laughs> 12 is, it's Insulate. great. Don't say that too loud. I, yeah, I know, right? I know, <laughs> really. That's true. We're very <laughs> grateful. Right. Uh, yes. but I think 12 is really going to have a tremendous impact on our city. Our city is growing and there's a need, yes. um, um, for us to keep officers on patrol yeah. and respond to calls for service and doing some of those positive interactions during their shift as opposed to running from call to call and answering uh, calls for service. But um, I think that's going to that's gonna be a big deal for us, and I'm so excited. Of course, it's not like we're just going to be able to hire 12 people and put them out on the street. It's going to be a process. It, 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 um, as with any officer, right. it always is a process. That's right. We have to go through the hiring, recruiting process, background investigations, polygraphs, um, you know, do the interviews, get them in an academy for six months months and so it's still a long process but you know the outcome is going to be tremendous where it's 
12 months to 18 months, uh, hopefully we'll have these offices out on the street. Yeah, that yeah. is wonderful. I know everyone was pretty excited once that news came out for, yes. for the for the 12 officers. And yes. that's something that I know the community had a great reaction to yeah. as well, to know that there's going to be more of those officers on the street to, to protect them. So those patrol officers, you say that, that they're so important. They're, they're the ones that are out on the street every day. Our detectives are just as important. Our commanders and our sergeants, they are just as important as patrol. But patrol is the one that is out there every day for their whole shift working with the community. And so I think that to have these 12 new patrol officers to work with community policing, that's kind of what they're here for. Uh, it's, it's nice to see that the on the federal level that's being recognized is how important that is. That's right. Um, and, and I think that's important. And, and any police chief across this country will probably tell you, we always talk about patrol being the backbone of all our uh, departments. And, and they are because Who's the first person you see? It's not going to be the chief when you call the police. Right. Uh, it's not going to be a commander. It's not going to be an assistant chief. It's not going to be an investigator. It's going to be that patrol officer um, who's responding to that initial need. And um, so it's important that we um, make sure that our officers um, are equipped, not just equipped and trained, but that they're not so stressed or under so much pressure from running from call to call. And because we see we see the ills of society each and every call. And 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 to if anybody says that not running from a family violence to maybe a, a questionable death or a death or a traffic fatality or a traffic accident, um, does not impact you and then I need to see them in my office um, because it, it does and so we want to make sure that we have enough officers out there to um, be able to address our the social ills um, that are happening and the types of calls that we're responding to to relieve some of that pressure relieve some of that stress and to help us to get a balance of being able to go out into the community and stopping by the school to read a book to a kid you know right. or just stopping to play basketball we see the kids out playing basketball um, but it can be really stressful when you're just running from those type of calls one to another one to another and Absolutely. and that's what our, our patrol officers find themselves doing and don't get me get me wrong they go out there and they do it with a smile and they make stuff happen mm -hmm. you know and that's one thing that I don't think our, um, our community under understands is that um, you know we've been operating short staff um, yeah. uh, on patrol for for quite some time at minimal staffing and and um, our officers go out each and every day with a smile and some of them have been held over from previous shifts mm -hmm. just to make sure that we're able to address the concerns and the needs of our community and so hopefully adding these 12 officers during the time of day when we get the most calls um, can relieve some of that stress and some of that pressure and uh, because we want to keep the officers that we have um, yes. you know and we want to make sure that they are emotionally and mentally um, stable mm -hmm. and uh, prepared to respond with a smile mm -hmm. um, and because too many times and this, this happens to our dispatchers as well because our dispatchers are first responders because mm -hmm. they're the ones that are getting that first call and that initial, you know, panic from someone who is experiencing problems. Um, but uh, when we we take that on from our community and are still expected to go out and be professional and because yeah. that's our job and not be able to not take that stuff personal. And sometimes it's, it's hard not to take it personal, but we have to be conscious that, you know, they're not really angry at me. We just, they just want to get to the bottom of what's going on. Mm -hmm. So, 
Yeah, so I, I, I just admire, I loved patrol when I was on patrol, um, and I know that our guys do a great job. I get the shift reports each and every day, uh, so I know the type of work that they're doing mm -hmm. out there, and to be able to relieve some of that and get them to take a breath and be able to do some uh, positive things to kind of balance it out is just going to be tremendous. And I know <laughs> it's been a while since I was on patrol, but I've staffed a few times, and it very quickly reminds me, like, that call-to-call -call repetitiveness, like, I try so hard to just smile when I show up because I'm showing up because they're having a bad day. So if I'm bringing that baggage from that previous call, I'm not going to be my fresh, happy, smiling self. So I have to like focus on that. And if they've got more people out there, it gives them at least five minutes to right. catch a breath or run through the drive through somewhere right. and kind of actually get food bit. instead of waiting until, well, crap, my shift ends in 30 minutes and I might as well just wait till I get home in an hour. That's right. So mm -hmm. That's right. Yeah. Uh, well, like you said, uh, it takes a long time to, to hire those officers, but you want to give a little bit of a, of a hiring plug here because uh, we do start absolutely. hiring. <laughs> um, if you are looking for a fantastic city to work for, a fantastic police department, if you have a love for people and a passion for public service, I just invite you uh, to come and apply for the Waco Police Department. Uh, yes, I was a Houstonian for so many years. And with We've the forgiven police her. Department, for 28 years, um, uh, but this is an absolutely phenomenal city, a great place to learn, to be embraced, um, and I am just convinced that we're going to be the model city for um, uh, crime reduction, crime prevention, and yes. building police community relationships. Um, our community has not let us down when it comes to support. Uh, when I got here, everybody was, whatever you need, whatever you need, and when we started making those phone calls for support for trunk or treat, mm -hmm. for support for back-to-school bash, we got that support from our city. So if you want to join a police team where the city loves their police department um, and support their police departments, hold us accountable too, because I get those calls when we, when we are not at our best. Um, but I also get those calls from people when uh, we are doing a great job, which I love, right? And I, I want to continue to get those calls. Um, but yes, continue to let me know when we can improve. Um, but uh, you'll be joining a great place, so please submit your application uh, and come join us at the Waco Police Department. That's right. That, that application opens January 1, and you can find that on the City of Waco website. It is, it, it's an extensive process, that application. I mean, yeah. we, we had Sergeant Nall on a few episodes ago, and that application's thick. Yeah. It is, but don't <laughs> let it scare you away. Like, if you have any interest in this, if you feel like you've got a passion for helping people, you think you could do it, Come apply. I mean, yeah. do some research, definitely. Don't just jump into it. Hey, you know one thing that I always recommend, though? If you're interested in public safety or, or <clears throat> policing, um, I suggest you go do a ride-along. Yeah. Uh, ride-along is going to tell you one or two things, like, whoa, I'm all in, or you may go, uh, maybe I need to be a, a, on support staff, right? Yeah. Um, but either way, uh, whether you're coming in to our support staff, which we do have openings for dispatchers as well, um, it, it's a great place to be. It's a great department. We'll embrace you. This is a family. Um, and I've learned that in 10 short months, and I don't expect anything to change. So, <laughs> yes, so right. absolutely. And, and with the ride-alongs, do them with different departments. Yes. I mean, Waco is very different than Hewitt or Robinson or any of the small agencies around us. Right. So we may not be a good fit for you. We may not have the type of crime that you mm -hmm. feel comfortable with, or we may be too small and you want to go to Dallas or Houston. Or Houston, right. Houston. Mm -hmm. and, and 
just be even busier, I imagine. <laughs> yes. Um, yeah, but we're encouraging applications yeah. to Waco. Yes. Yes. Thank yes. you, AJ. Waco, but no, I'm just kidding. But yes, but you're right. <laughs> make sure it's a good <laughs> totally fit for right. you because, you know, the goal is to make this as a career, not be here for a couple of years and then find out you don't like it and go somewhere right. else. Like, exactly. Like, Which you gave be it a in, part of in our Houston. Family. You did make a career out of it, thinking you would retire there. But, I mean, just yeah. over two decades and, yeah. you're, and you've now come over here. So it's wonderful. Yeah. It, it's been great. It's yeah. been great. And um, I'm just looking forward to what the year is going to bring um, internally for our department uh, as well. Um, we're looking at uh, some supervis outside supervisory training and bringing some mm -hmm. people in to help develop our supervisors to be the best that they can be, to be the best that they can be for their officers so that our officers uh, go out into the community and do the best job that they can. Um, and, and people that uh, we're looking for people that want to do public service that want to be in policing again we don't want this to just be a hop and a jump to something else um this is an absolute I, I can't imagine myself doing anything else to be honest with you you know when i was growing up i thought i wanted to be a lawyer for a minute and then uh, of course <laughs> i think that's I, what every parent says to their yeah. kid is that oh you'd be a great lawyer, be a lawyer. I think yeah that's like it was, you know miami vice changed Architect. my mind with that though <laughs> oh, <okay. laughs> But, uh, yeah, it's a great career, great career path, and this is a mm -hmm. profession. Um, and people always say, oh, these are challenging times in policing. It's the time for opportunity. And uh, 21st century policing uh, is, uh, I think we're going in the right direction. I so. like that. Time for opportunity. Yeah. That's good. Yes, That's is. good. And now speaking also to, to dispatch, because we obviously are hiring with them as well. And I want to know, because you said, you know, we can do ride alongs of people who might want to be a police officer and, and they might see the dispatch side. But from the officer's perspective, uh, if someone wanted to come up to our dispatch center, I mean, I know we do tours every once in a while. Yeah, absolutely. Okay. If someone reached out and I put them in touch with uh, Miss Susie Murray, I think you guys had our own too, yes. right? Yes. Um, yeah. And and if they want to come and sit in the dispatch center and, and see what goes on there, um, man, we'll be more than happy to accommodate, uh, yeah. especially if you're looking to apply to become being a, a, be a dispatcher. Yeah. Um, it's a pretty rewarding job in and of itself. It can be a little stressful because you take on some of the same angst and um, anxiety as the police officers take on mm -hmm. as we're responding mm -hmm. to scenes um, where we don't know what's going to happen or what's really going on on the scene. But um, it's an exciting it can be very, very exciting, very, very rewarding. Yeah, so. yeah. Well, I can tell you're passionate. I yes. mean, only a little bit, though. Just not, a little. Yeah, just not too much. Not too much. Not too much. <laughs> no, I mean, definitely, that's one thing that I notice in this department is everyone has a passion for not only policing, but the community and the city of Waco and, and just, uh, just an overall love for everything and I think that's what's really great about about being a police officer too is they say if you're a police officer you gotta love the city you gotta love the city and you have to love people you yes. know we have to be <laughs> we have to love people and um so that's that's very very important so yeah, I'm glad you said that yeah yeah, yeah. I think uh, I think we've got some big things coming on Pretty soon. Sounds like it. Pretty soon. Are you ready? More, Are you ready? Community things. outreach unit. Heck yeah! Bring <laughs> it. Ready? There. Oh, bring it! I love that attitude. That's gonna be fantastic. That's right. I That's may right. not make it to those events because once my coworkers see this, they're like, "Really, AJ?" <laughs> <laughs> but even even with the community but, outreach, no, unit. everybody loves their job. They love yes. all these projects you've got us on. I mean, it's given us purpose too. I mean. Right. 
And you, and you guys have just taken it on. I, I told my boss that I was probably going to come up missing when before I presented the crime prevention idea. I was like, I'm going to come <laughs> no. up missing. No? But everybody's embraced it. And you just see the, the smiles that start to form on people's face when you start talking mm-hmm. about, you know, the ideas. And, and they start seeing the picture, too. They, right. they see the vision, too. And it's been fantastic. So thank you guys thank very, very much. Well, and I feel like because I, I have, you know, given nods to the community outreach unit. I feel like we have to, you know, commend our volunteers too that Absolutely. have helped put those events on. Absolutely, I know, we've Sarah. Got so that's many good, of them. girl. You, you're thinking. That's why I love you as our PIO. But you're right. Our um, Citizens Police Academy Alumni Association, our explorers come out and help, yeah. us, help us out. And then our community, when we call our different community partners and community stakeholders, everybody shows up and we are so eternally grateful and uh, look forward to continuing these partnerships um, and working together just to do great things for the city because it, it deserves the city deserves it the people of Waco deserves it um, and uh, it makes us feel good to be to be able to do it right absolutely well as as we you know round it out here chief anything you want to say to our community it's the end of the year now so as we start this new year anything you want to give or some hope inspiration I don't know anything Aww. at all <laughs> uh, well you know I, I just want to say that it's an absolute honor to serve in the city as the police chief um, thank you so very much for welcoming into this city to our city now this is home for me um, and I want to invite you out to participate in some of the events that we have particularly our citizens police academy mm-hmm. um, if you want to know more about your police department there's no other way to learn more about the internal workings of the PD then going Going through the Citizens Police Academy. It's a 12 work, 12 week course, one uh, night a week, and um, you get to experience things that our officers do um, uh, out on the street, internally, canine, SWAT, shoot, don't shoot, dispatch. Um, but it, it's important for us to, our citizens, to be able to understand uh, what we do and understand why we do what we do sometimes. And if you have young kids or there are young teenagers that are watching, we have an Explorers program that's mm-hmm. a fantastic program, an introduction into criminal justice and law enforcement. Um, you get volunteer hours for it. And even if you're not even interested in criminal justice, you get to learn more about policing. And so that's just an opportunity for you to join us. And then, um, you know, anytime we're doing anything at the tower, we welcome you to come out. We're grateful for you. Hopefully the crime prevention summit that we plan to put on will help us to um, address some of the crime issues that we're having and help keep you safe as well. But Thank you so very much for your commitment to the city of Waco, for your commitment and support of the Waco Police Department. Well, Chief, you said it best. I can't say anything better than that. (laughs) (laughs) All right. Well, thank you guys for joining us on the last episode of the year for Waco PD on the Beat. I'm Sierra Shipley, the Public Information Officer. And I'm Officer A.J. Smith, the Crime Stoppers Coordinator for McLennan County. Have a good one, Waco. Till next time. Waco PD on the Beat. The heartbeat serving 